to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Now your host, Angelo Petiti. Good morning and welcome to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. What a beautiful day out there. Um, nice uh, temperature, a little bit warmer than yesterday and uh, quite amazing what happened in a week. Uh, we went from uh, almost uh, no leaves to, to, to just uh, little showing buds and uh, the woods and the landscaping is all full of uh, foliage today and a lot of color and uh, things are really uh, busting out and um, time to, to kind of really start to enjoy the outside uh, as the things start to you know bloom and uh, kind of the the uh, well yard uh, yard work gets done and then we can really start to enjoy the patio and uh, really enjoying the outdoors um the you know one of the things on your grass you know uh, start raising your lawnmower you really want to keep when it comes by the end of may you want you want to have your lawnmower setting at three inches for the summer that's pretty much where uh, you want to keep it so every um it, you know, on your first mowing, you want to be uh, at the low setting like you were last fall. But uh, as every week, uh, you want to kind of raise it a little bit so that it gets to uh, to the three inch mark and leave it there for the rest of the summer. Uh, this is also the time that the, the dandelions definitely showed up um, uh, pretty quick. So uh, if you have not uh, used uh, the uh, weed and feed yet, uh, this is the time to go ahead and do that. Best time to do that is early in the morning when there is no wind and the dew is on the ground. You will get 100% um, the coverage. Uh, the results are, you know, they're just perfect. Uh, very difficult to do it any other way. Uh, you know, even if you, uh, you water the grass by the time you get to the end of uh, the, the, uh, the, the lawn, uh, you generally uh, part of it will uh, be dry and uh, you're not going to get the result. The whole idea is to, for the um, weed killer to really stick onto the weeds. Uh, uh, but if you have fertilized already, uh, you can just go ahead and uh, you just use Weed Be Gone or Weed Beater Ultra. Both of those products will do a phenomenal job on eliminating um, uh, the uh, uh, dandelions and other and other weeds for uh, organic uh, choice. Uh, the Espoma All Season Long Food uh, does a fantastic job. Great, 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 you know, just a super product. Uh, as you're, um, you're gonna be, you know, the, the big thing now, everybody is, uh, starting to pot all their, uh, pots for the patio, uh, for the front entrance. Uh, there's a, a very simple magic formula that, uh, it'll make your planters grow just incredibly well, uh, without much to do to them, uh, all summer long. Uh, uh, use planting mix. The planting mix is the exact same soil that we grow all our perennials and nursery in. Um, and the, as you can see, the quality of the, the perennials that uh, comes out of it is exceptional. Uh, the soil is extremely well balanced. It's got all the micros in it. Uh, so you, you use the planting mix. You mix biotone. Uh, with the planting mix and you mix osmocote with the planting mix and you're set and all you have to do from then on is just put add uh, osmocote every two months and uh, you're going to have some amazing uh, plants another thing that i would recommend is make sure that uh, the planters you cut them back about every two months you give them a good air cut uh, if you do that, uh, you will generate all new wood, uh, and uh, they will be very, they'll be uh, very bright and lush for the next two months. You want to take about one third off. Uh, 
they're just uh, if you don't cut them back, uh, you know they don't they don't die. But they, they, you, know, you have a lot more blooms at the tips, versus having the whole plant just stay in the, in the full color. Uh, there's a, there's also a new product called uh, Hydrotain. Uh, this, these are basically granules that you can put on top of your planter and on top of your baskets. This sucks moisture out of the air, and it uh, draws it into the pot, so it really absorbs all the moisture that's around the plant and the air and sucks it in. It works phenomenal. It just they're granules, just put them right, spring them right on top of the the um, of the pot, and uh, it'll work very well. Great time to feed all your azaleas, all your rhododendrons, halitone and iron tone, all your evergreens if you haven't done so. Uh, make sure that you go ahead and do that. The, uh, the carpenter bees are starting to drill holes in the, you know, in the wood, uh, building nest in any place where there is uh, holes or there's room in there. Um, the, you know, the, the fences, you know, especially if you got, you know, on the deck, if you got fences, they got any kind of holes, uh, they get in there. Banai spider and ground beetle killer or eight dust those two work phenomenal uh just but get ahead of it once they get in there it gets harder and harder to uh to, you know to get them uh the same thing with uh you know on your um, clematis uh and all, all your other plants that uh, are sub 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 susceptible to fungus uh make sure that you go ahead and spray copper fungicide you need a day when the the weather uh there's no chance of rain it does need uh, a 24 hour drying period on it but the stuff works phenomenal you know the roses the lilacs the crab apples the squash clematis those are all plants that get uh, very high effect especially uh, cucumbers and squash you want to make sure that you get underneath the leaves too just to get the top and also try to get uh try to get underneath um the you know the hostas are very susceptible to the slugs uh, start putting slug magic, bonite slug magic around the, the 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 base of it, so that the slugs don't get to it. And uh, also, the rabbits are becoming extremely active. Uh, use the plant skid spray uh, right on top of the um, the plants, and uh, the, it doesn't stick on it. It will stay there. Uh, you can also use the granule around the plant. So these are some of the things that you want to start, uh, you know, preparing for. Uh, I put a, a small list of perennials. These are exceptional. These are all new varieties these are really exceptional uh, plants there's uh the lupins if you have not seen the lupins in our stores uh they are the most amazing plant i've ever seen uh these are all new uh the one the west county lupin desert sun this is a yellow one just now starting to bloom uh the flowers are about like 18 inches tall and just beautiful spikes just absolute respect and they keep on blooming the brunera alexander the great this is just like jack frost except it's about twice as big and it stays beautiful all summer long uh the camp this is the campanula tachyon blue uh this one blooms all summer all you have to do to it as it gets down blooming cut it back uh, about halfway and uh, it will keep right on blooming. It will be absolutely be uh, uh, beautiful. It's got um, beautiful blue flowers, uh, spectacular plant, upright, just a great, great plant for your landscape. The Rebecca, the uh, Clematis, the Rebecca, it's a red one, is by far the best of all the Rebeccas that we have. Uh, very, very bright, long bloomers, rebloomer, uh, makes a great plant. Not not too big. It doesn't get, uh, doesn't overpower everything, but it's just absolutely spectacular. Clematis like uh, Lilla after 
afternoon shade. That's really the best place to put them. Uh, the coral bells, uh, peach flambe. Uh, this is a new one. It's absolutely spectacular. Uh, beautiful, vibrant, peachy uh, foliage with beautiful flowers on it. Uh, and it becomes redder, kind of a redder overtone as the summer goes on. And salvia, the Mar- salvia marcus. Uh, this one over here, uh, it just never stops blooming. You just keep cutting it back, and it just keeps coming back and blooming and blooming. And just remember, on the perennials, uh, you feed them plantar and aritone at this time of the year. Then when it comes to the end of June, uh, you feed them osmocote. Uh, load them up pretty heavy at that time with osmocote, and they will uh, keep right on going. They'll keep regenerating. Uh, they'll keep uh, vegetative all summer. Uh, that is really the key. They want to keep them beautiful and healthy. Second, that's how you keep the replooming going. And don't let them go to seed. Um, about 80% of perennials are rebloomers. Uh, when perennials go to seed, that basically tells you tell them that they're done for the year, and they revert the mode and they'll stop blooming. So, uh, cut, you know, cut them back down to like about uh, four or five inches, uh, and as long as they got the food source over there, they will keep on going all the way through. Um, and it also keeps them nice and, uh, you know, even if they don't bloom, then the foliage stays nice and vibrant. It stays really, really nice. You are listening to Gardening with Angela. Our phone number is area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Short pause. We'll be right back. Back to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Once again, Angelo Petiti. We're back. You are listening to Gardening with Angela. Our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Good morning, Gabriel Angelo. Good morning. Good morning, Angela. Oh, good morning. How are we doing? I'm great. How about yourself? Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. I have two questions, please. I purchased an abracadabra hydrangea from your store in mm-hmm. Avon. And I wrapped it in burlap, as you suggested, because of the high winds. Now, what I see is tall, uh, very dry stalks coming up that are about three to four feet tall. And then the only green on it is coming up from the bottom. Do I cut those stalks off and just... Yeah, the, cut you know, the green. Yeah, just, you know, cut the stalks off and uh, feed them, uh, and uh, that's where all your new plants will come from. That's pretty much what they do every year. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, you the bottom that of the stalk. Check the bottom of the stalk. See if there is any green at all. Any if there's any green there, leave it. Leave whatever any bit of green that there is on there, leave it. Uh, but the the majority of the plant will come out of the will come out of the ground. They will come out out of there beautifully. Oh, good. I'm so excited about that. My other question is about allium. I've loved allium, and I plant probably 50 bulbs, being the tall ones, the big ones, Mm -hmm. and the tiny little ones um, that I call the minor alliums. And, And they really keep the deer and animals away. But this year, and I have not ever divided them, my minor alliums came up in a huge clump and never got any flowers on them. Yeah, they they do get uh, quite you know they do re, uh, reproduce bulbs quite uh, heavy. Uh, I think about every two or three years you want to take those out and re-break them and replant them. Uh, the time to do that would be about the end of June. 
And they're doing very yeah. good. I'm yeah. glad to know that. Yeah, the, uh, when you take them out, when you get the clump out, literally, uh, you know, you're gonna see like those, uh, the, the, those little onions, like, uh, like little bulb, like the size of a, uh, a small onion. Uh, yeah. just take those and just kind of, re- you know, T- uh, break them all up individually and uh when you put them when you plant them put them like about like two inches apart can't make kind of a uh, uh like a pen a pen hole about uh 12 inches wide and just kind of break it up and kind of replace them there so they got plenty of room to grow uh and that'll last you know that'll last about three years and then after that when you when you get the year you can wait until you get a year where you start to see that they're small that there's no flower or the flowers are very small then you just go ahead and redivide them again very good i appreciate your show and thanks for your help all right you have a great day and happy mother's day yeah bye-bye Bye. Morning, Howard Angelo. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Okay. I got a quick question for you. Well, the previous lady answered one of my questions uh, about the hydrangea. I had an all-summer beauty, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the leaves are coming. There's no nothing on the stalks, but it's coming up from the bottom. Yep. So you answered that question for me. My other one is I bought a Elsie Lee from you, from Azalea from you last yep. year. And it was like midsummer. It was like at the end of the blooming season. But now I don't see anything coming up this year. Is it a late bloomer? Uh, no, no. I mean, yeah, it is later than the, um, uh, you know, than the other ones. Uh, usually about late May. But the buds should be there. You can you can pretty much tell. Uh, you can feel, you can kind of see the buds at the tips of um, of each little branch. Yeah, I yeah. I don't see anything yet. I'm I'm yeah. still looking. <laughs> yeah, that's it's uh, uh, Anazelia's. It's pretty early. It's pretty early, it's especially so early. especially especially as cold as uh, as it was the last two months. Yeah, I knew uh, you were saying that yeah. everything is pushed it, back it, a couple every, weeks. Yeah, everything is late, but uh, generally Elsie would bloom uh, late uh, late May uh, on its own anyway, even on even on a, nor- a regular year so I would uh, I wouldn't expect to see anything out there till about the end of the month now if I don't see anything at all at, at late May and that could uh if I cut it back, would it come back, or is it totally gone because I don't see anything? There's no leaves on there now. No, uh, uh-uh, nothing at all. Oh, yeah, if yeah, if if you don't see any any foliage come on, then I would just go ahead and take it out and uh, you know just replace it. Okay, all right. One other quick question, and I'm finished. Uh, clematis. I bought a clematis from you last year. Um, and uh, I planted in the ground. Well, at the end of the year, I dug it up, put it in a pot, and back in the pot that I bought it in. And it's it's leafing out, and it's got buds and everything. It's still in the pot. Can I leave it in the pot, yeah. or do I have to put it actually no, in the no, ground? No, no, you can leave it in a pot. Uh, what I would do, uh, you know, in the winter time, you you can do two things with them. If you leave them in a pot, you can either bring it in a you know in a cold garage. Uh, and you do that like in late November. You wait until they're totally uh, gone dormant. Okay. Uh, or you can leave it outside, but put it in the most protected area against the house uh, and put either some mulch or leaves around the pot. Okay. Uh, right. and it'll be just fine. And then in the spring, you just uh, remove the, the leaves or the mulch around it, uh, take it out to put it back out, and it'll be... Uh, It'll start all over again. The uh, they do get they will get root bound there after a couple of years uh, okay. because they are uh, uh, you know you you really want you want to make sure that the roots stay uh, stay nice and uh, uh, and fresh. 
um, uh, if you want to leave it in a pot, then just the, the following year, just go ahead and put it into the next size pot. Next so if size. you have a you know, 12 inch pot, go to a 14. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much uh, for all right. the information. Yeah. Well, you have a great day and happy Mother's Day. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. Have a great day too. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Morning, Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning. How are we doing? Okay. How are you? Excellent. Uh, Angelo, when you pull evergreens out, do the roots still keep growing in the ground? No, generally no. Because I have so many roots where I have um, taken the evergreens out. Yeah, generally they don't. Oh, okay. And another thing, uh, lightning lime, do you put that on before you fertilize or which? which? It, it, does, it doesn't really matter. You can put it on or after. It's the, the, the earliest you put it on, the better it is. Okay, and miracle grow. Uh, do you not use that because you put osmocote in your basket? You, you don't need that. I would only use miracle grow for the first couple of weeks. If, is this like a new planting or your existing baskets? It's new. New, okay. What I would do is um, for the first couple of weeks while things root, I would use miracle grow on the foliage. Uh -huh. But after a couple of weeks, the, the roots will be out and osmocote will take over. And osmocote in a pot lasts about two months. Okay, thank you so much. All right, well, you have a great day. Day. Thank yeah, you. Bye bye. Morning, Hello, good morning. Oh, good morning, Angelo. Oh, how are we doing? Oh, fine, thank you. And you? Doing great. Good. Uh, I called you last year about my hydrangeas that have the flowers inside of the bush. And you told me to call you back this year. They're beautiful, and the foliage is beautiful, but the flowers are all inside. Yeah, the uh, you know basically what happens is when the the plants uh, they start uh, you know the, the new growth comes out. Uh, sometimes if they get overly uh, fed, uh, they will grow above the flower. And that that does happen, uh, you know, sometimes. But it generally uh, that's not something that happens uh, you know too often. But you will get occasionally some that they will the the new growth will be taller than the uh, than the, where the flowers are. But there's um, there's not a whole lot that you can do from a controlling uh, that part of it. Uh, you know, a lot of it has to do with uh, how it takes the fertilizer in, and the uh, and how the uh, the plant gets started in the spring. So, but uh, did yours? Uh, they are nice and green now. Did they start to bud out? Yes, okay. yes. Yeah. Foliage on the bottom, and there's little green buds all over the stalk. Yeah, I would uh, I would cut the uh, where the stalks are at. I would just go ahead and cut that back halfway. Uh, okay. You know, give it a nice shape and cut them back halfway. Feed them. Uh, you should be pretty well all set. And uh, those are uh, the ones that um, the the reblooming varieties. Uh, you will find that uh, they'll bloom on the old wood first, and then they'll bloom on the new wood later. Well, these two particular ones are about ten years old, if not older. You know, but um, okay, I'll cut them back. Yep. Uh, and what about, I have a false indigo which I planted last year and um, it's uh, coming up from the bottom. I didn't do anything with it. I didn't yeah. cut it back. Just, or anything just, just yeah. No, just go ahead and cut it down to the ground. You want you want that plant to, to be totally uh, come out uh, brand new right out of the roots. Uh, mm -hmm. So just you know cut it down to the ground, feed them, and uh, you're pretty well set. 
So it's not too late to trim the perennial. Oh no, no, not at all, not at all. You want to, you want to, you want to take any of the old wood off on the perennial. You really want all new growth out of the ground. Mm-hmm. You don't want, you don't want any of that old wood left on there. You, you know, cut it down uh, and get all the new, uh, the new growth that comes out. That's what you want there. Okay, and uh, I bought a really pretty plant last year in the Avon store. I didn't know what it was, and it uh, turned out to be a St. John's worth. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, it's gorgeous. Uh, well, how do I take care of it? Uh, you really, I mean, it, it's not doing anything yet. You, yeah, you really, uh, what I would do now, make sure that you give it a light trim. It, it blooms on new wood. It does not bloom on old wood. So what you want to do is take the plant, cut it back about uh, one-third, shape it real nice, feed it. Uh, it should start, uh, you know, greening up, uh, you know, very shortly, and but that will bloom all on new wood, and uh, it'll be absolutely spectacular. Oh, it was last year. I just loved it. Yep. I just loved it. And, and, the, and the birds really love that plant. You know, it's got tremendous amount of berries on there uh, that they hold uh, through late fall and uh, early winter. And uh, it, it's really a, a underused but beautiful, beautiful plant. And I, I have some uh, flowering bushes, and I have no clue as to what they are. Can I cut them back? They are uh, flowering perennials. I yeah, think, I, I would go know. any of the perennials. I would cut all those back down to the okay. ground. All right. All right. Thank all right. you so much. All right. Well, you have a great day. Thank yeah. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Morning, Arangelo. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Very good, thank you. Um, burnout, can that be used in the vegetable garden? No. No. Oh. No. Uh, preen. Use preen. Okay. They write yeah. this down, preen. Yeah. The, uh, uh, have you uh, got your, did you get your garden ready? Is it all dug out already or no? Yes, it's been rototilled. Okay, what I would do, as soon as you get done, you can put preen now if you're not ready to plant. Uh, you don't want anything to come out. And then after you're done planting, then go ahead and, and uh, use preen again. Now, don't use any preen in any area where you're going to put seeds. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're just putting plants, you can go ahead and do that. But if any area that you couldn't seed anything, do not use preen there because that will prevent the seed from coming up. Okay, very good. I have another question. Uh, would you repeat that um, formula for uh, planters? Yeah. I got the planting mix the pl- in the pl- coat, but there was something bi- else. Biotone. Oh, biotone. Yeah, bi- what biotone does, uh, it develops the roots. It's, a, it's an organic microbe. Uh, it, is, it, it does amazing things to the root system. Uh, it's a, so a granular. It's a granular. You just mix it right with your, right with the planting mix. Equal uh, put, amounts of all three things. Uh, no, it, it'll tell you on the pack. It's it's like oh. about a handful. You don't use a lot. It's very not very much. Um, just to mix that with your soil, uh, and then every two months use Osmocote on top. Two months. Yeah, and another another thing that that you can use on there, if, you know, for moisture to help with the moisture is Hydrotrain. Hydrotain uh, absorbs moisture out of the air and just sucks it into the soil, so it really helps keep the plants uh, a lot moisture. Okay, and um, uh, on perennials, uh, the end of June, you said to uh, uh, put, put uh, asthma coat at the end of June. Put plant on an ironite now, mm-hmm. and then at the end of June, uh, you put the asthma coat on there, and you should be pretty well set for the year. But that will keep uh, the perennials uh, vegetative. 
uh, and then as, as the product gets to be about 75, 80% bloomed, bloomed out, cut them back down to about four inches, uh, and they will keep right on going. They will come right back up, and they'll be absolutely beautiful. And about 80% of them are rebloomers, so you will get the blooms back. Okay, very okay. good. All right. Well, have, a, have a happy Mother's Day and have a great day. Thanks Thank you, so much. Angela. You're listening to, you're listening to Gardening with Angela. Our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Short pause for the news. We'll be right back. Jax. Back to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Once again, Angelo Petiti. We're back. You are listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Good morning, Angelo. Hello, good morning. Hello. Uh, hello? Yes, good morning. Hey, hi. I you? have a white lilac tree, the uh, old-fashioned kind. Uh-huh. It is five and a half feet tall, and it does not bloom. Uh, I would. Uh, what? what I would do is I would feed it uh, super phosphate. Um, the uh, okay. that's what makes things bloom. Uh, what I would do is uh, okay. uh, if you can punch some holes, like about um, f- five or six inches deep, uh, maybe with a okay. crowbar or something, or a you know a bar, and uh, pour a triple super phosphate in the holes now, and do that again when it comes uh, in late fall. Uh, that okay. uh, that's what triggers the blooming. Okay, thank you. Okay, hey, I would, another, I thing, another, another thing I would do is, uh, you have no blooms at all on it, none? Oh, two little ones about the size of a 50-cent piece. Okay. Um, uh, when, when, those, uh, when those are done, if, in case the plant mm-hmm. is not full enough, what I would do is I would also cut it back, uh, take about maybe one-third off, let it rebranch and re, um, uh, reshoot off so that it gets all new wood on there. Uh, and uh, okay. there should be, uh, uh, you know, a much better plant next year. But uh, the, the triple superphosphate now and in the fall, that will trigger the blooming. Okay, triple or super? A triple phosphate. Triple, okay. Yes. Hey, I have one more question. I have a Presidia hydrangea that hasn't bloomed. It's bloomed once since I've had it. Uh, uh, are you familiar with Presidia? I don't know yeah. what to do to get that thing to bloom. Yeah, the, uh, well, you know, the same thing. They bloom on, uh, on old wood. They don't bloom on new wood. Uh, that's, that's really, okay. that's an old variety. Uh, what I would do, I would, uh, really replace those with, uh, the new reblooming varieties like LA Dreaming. <laughs> Uh, that, okay. uh, I mean, that, uh, that will give you, uh, they're extremely, extremely reliable. You're in and you're out. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you have a great so day. Much. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Bye bye. Thank you. Morning, Albert Angelo. Hello. Uh, I'm looking for a recommendation on a blue hydrangea for a wooded area. It gets morning sun till about noonish, and then it'll be dappled light after. Uh, I would use, um, LA Dreaming, uh, would be a really good one, uh, to use in there. Okay. Uh, uh, very, it's a, a, re, a rebloomer on new wood, and uh, it's uh, one that uh, you're going to find that will bloom uh, all the way into uh, late fall. Another one is Rhythmic Blue. Rhythmic Blue? Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a uh, proven winner variety. Uh, it's a really rich, rich, uh, uh, deep blue uh, variety. Uh, it blooms all on new wood. Mm-hmm. Um, we have we grow those two in the fields, and I've seen both of those 
uh, start blooming uh, usually around the end of uh, May. Uh, and last year in November, they were still in full bloom. And this is in a wide open field. So, uh, I was I was looking for rhythmic blue in the Avon store. They, they, um, they'll be they uh, they just should be getting if they don't have them now. Okay. Uh, they will definitely have them next week. Okay. Great. Yep. All right. Okay. L.A. Dreaming or Rhythmic Blue? Yep. Those are the two best varieties that I've uh, uh, that, that I've observed them in the field. This is an open, wide open field uh, that uh, uh, there is no protection around whatsoever. And uh, you know when they can handle the winter like that and uh, be in bloom uh, that late, that's uh, that's very reliable. Okay. Great. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. Yep. Bye bye. Morning, Angelo. Hello. Good Hello. morning. Hello. Good morning. Hi, uh, Angelo. I have uh, daffodils that uh, have been there. Oh gosh, for at least twenty years. They they were there here when I moved in, and they are very crowded. I need to separate them. Um, can I do that now? Or no, I would wait. Time? I would wait till um, uh, and when they turn yellow. When the yeah. when the foliage turns yellow, that's when okay. I would di- that's when I would dig them up and uh, resplit them and literally take them all apart and uh, replant them. When you dig the um, <clears throat> excuse me, when you dig the the hole, dig like a pen, like a bowl type of a hole about uh, five or six inches deep and about ten twelve inches wide. And as you break them up, just kind of set them in there, spaced, and then just uh, go ahead and refill them. Feed them a bulb tone. And uh, you should be all set. Okay, now the bulb tone goes in the hole. Yeah, right, right on top of the bulb. Right on top oh, of the bulb. Top. Okay, yeah. okay. All right. Well, all right. thank you very much. All right. Have we have day. a great day. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, thank bye-bye. You. Bye-bye. Morgan Arangelo. Good Hello. morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Yes, I'm doing fine. I have a question. I have three azalea bushes that I've replanted three times. And they were very nice last year, and it seems like they took a hit this winter and they are very brown there's very little green on them my first question is are they salvageable and the second question is if i want to replace them what would i put in their place to be beautiful like that what i what kind of a shrub or what what would you suggest and I they would, are uh, on the east side of the house okay you get you get about six hours of sunlight Oh yeah, you okay. get the morning sun. Yeah, there is um, what I would uh, go to if you want their color there all the time. I would go to uh, some of the new varieties of uh, spireas, the the proven winner varieties. Uh huh. Um, there is um, there's a, a pretty good selection there. There's a, quite a few uh, different varieties. Uh, they're dwarfs. They only get to be about uh, maybe 15, 16 inches in height about uh, 18 24 inches in width the color is absolutely stunning on the foliage and uh, also the uh, the blooming uh, they they really don't stop blooming all summer they um, uh, they'll bloom uh, when they're done blooming you just give them a very light air cut and uh, about three four weeks later they're right back in bloom for another six or eight weeks uh, you can keep those in bloom all the way into the end of uh, October Okay, now I have another. It's it's the front of my house. So yeah, that's fine. In, okay, yeah, yeah. it's fr- it's in front of the porch, 
and I really would like it to be about 24 inches or two feet high. Yeah. Could I? There's, there's other varieties of. Um, okay. Yeah, you can. Spirea. Uh, I think that would be, you know, it gives the, the new varieties are very, you know, very tight uh, from okay, a. Okay, yeah. They, they grow tight. They have beautiful foliage, uh, beautiful flowering. Uh, they also have uh, several new varieties of uh, Wygelias. Uh, they'll do very well, you know, into that uh, into that environment, okay. uh, and they're they're much more reliable. Okay. And another question: um, Do, do it, will the spirea or the wygelia keep any leaves for during the winter? So it looks, no, you know, no, they don't. No, they no. don't. Yeah, they no. don't. The um, uh, you know it, that's one of the the negatives. But I think what for what you get through the. Um, yeah. Through the summer, of yeah. uh, starting from now all the way into uh, late uh, October. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you want some green in there, what I would do is I would mix uh, some dwarf boxwoods. So okay. they, they would give mm-hmm. you some green there all winter uh, mm-hmm. and all year. Uh, just uh, just kind of put a, mix the two of them uh, together so that you'd have uh, some green and plenty of color. Okay, so I can mix, and they don't need a lot of space. I mean, no, no. The the okay. the the, the, uh, the those new varieties are very dwarf. Okay, and I can mix them. They can be yes. close with the boxwood. I yes. don't have to have like three or four feet between. No, I, I say from center to center, uh, you you'd be you would need about three feet. Oh, from center okay, center to center. Okay, got you. Thank you so All much. All right, have a great day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Happy bye-bye. Mother's Day. Yeah. Bye bye. Same to you. Morning, Yara Angelo. Hello, good morning. Good morning. How we doing? Okay, fine, thank you. I just have one quick question. Sure. We are having a locust tree removed, including the stump, and we're, we want to put a paniculata, pinky winky there. Uh-huh. I just want to know what, how we should prepare the soil after the stump is removed to give the pinky winky the best chance to succeed. Yeah, I would not plant it in that same hole. Okay. Uh, the... Um, Generally, what happens, especially with a locust, um, uh, you need to, um, it's going to take a while for that to even to kill the roots. They will keep, uh, the locusts will keep trying to regrow, regrow. Uh, through the roots. Uh, it's, um, it's one of the tougher ones to, to really get rid of. Uh, what I would do after, uh, once you remove the, um, uh, the stump, uh, that area over there, uh, you know, usually they grind up the stumps. You got all the, uh, the, the under, um, the root in underground that gets ground up with the top of the stump and the, the soil is extremely sour. Uh, so the pH is going to be very low. Whatever you plant in there is not going to grow. So just, uh, move the, move the, the hole uh, a few feet away from there and, uh, just, re- you know, just plant it there in, in the soil that you have there. Get some, um, a lightning line, uh, coat coat the bottom of the hole and also coat, uh, put it all on top of the, what, of the grindings and let it stay there. Um, it'll take, you'll be able to put seed there late this fall. Oh, okay. Okay. okay yeah, you, yeah, just without, you know, without that, uh, whatever you plant in there now, it's, none of it is going to live. So the, uh, just better off stay, you know, leave it, leave it, uh, blank. Uh, just put the, put the lime on at the bottom in there, mix it all in there, make sure that it gets good and, uh, uh, get the pH up and by fall, uh, that should be, uh, ready to plant. Oh, so I was gonna say, so we should wait a year, but by the fall we should be able Yeah, you should to be able that. to do that, uh, like in late September. Okay, thank you very all much. Alright, happy Mother's Day. Thank yeah, bye bye. Goodbye. Morning, Hello, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How we doing? 
Okay, and so I got a question for you about lilacs. They're growing on the north side of my house, and uh, no sun, and uh, they're getting a lot of new stalks in. But I want to move those stalks to the south side. They're about two, three foot high. Uh, when, when can I do that? Uh, I, would, I would wait till fall now because they're in full growth now. Uh, when it comes like in um, uh, uh, mid to late September, that would be a perfect time to do that. Okay. But what, uh, I, would do, what I would do now, uh, since uh, you don't have any flowers on there, I would go ahead and cut, the, I would cut that bush. How big is that now? About 10 foot. I would, I would go ahead and cut that, bu- that uh, down to like about 3 foot. Three foot. Yep. Let it regrow right out of the right out of the ground and out of the bottom. All right. So when you go to move it, uh, you're going to move a nice bush uh, because probably right now what you have is a, a kind of a bare bottom and the leaves on top. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that will force the growth to come out of uh, the bottom and the um, and the trunk. Okay, I'll do that. What about peach tree fertilizer? I have young peach. I would trees just I would just uh, plant on an iron tone. Uh, yep, and I would do that now, and I'd do that at the end of June, early July. Okay, all right, Angelo, thank you all very right. much. Have a great day. Yep, bye-bye. Morning, you Angelo. Hello, good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? I'm doing just fine. Go ahead. I have a question about uh, forsythia. Okay. When do I cut it back, and how far? Is it down blooming? Yes. Uh, how f- how full of a bush is that now? Um, it's, a, it's a little twiggy. Um, it's probably about five feet high. Okay, and very, very sparse? Yes. Okay, I would cut that down to like about uh, eight, eight inches. To from the ground? Yep. Okay. And uh, just uh, let it, uh, feed it feed it now, feed it again at the end of June. Uh, that will force a lot of growth out of the ground and out of the bottom. Okay. Uh, and then every year from now on, what I would do, as soon as it's down blooming, uh, just go ahead and cut it back halfway. Uh, by doing that, you will have that bottom really nice and full developed, and you're going to have beautiful growth on it, very uh, very compact and very full. Okay. Uh, versus having a um, tall, spindly. Right. Um, you know, uh, that that they grow that way naturally if you don't if you don't trim them. Okay. Uh, but if you get into a habit where what you're going to do now by you cutting it down that low, it's going to force a lot of growth right out of the ground, and out of the bottom eight inches. Okay. So you're going to get some you know nice branching there. Then next year, and by by the end of uh, July, it'll be about uh, three four feet okay. of the new growth. Then next year, when it blooms, as, as soon as the flowers are off, cut it back halfway, okay. and you'll find that every year it'll get just better and better and better. Okay, and the lilacs, you can cut that back. Same thing, now? same thing with the lilacs. As soon as they're done blooming. The, okay, the, now the, I don't have any blooms, but I have I have lots of fl- um, leaves. No yeah, blooms. Yeah, it all depends what variety it is. Uh, but uh, you know they're, they're just now starting, so I would uh, I would wait until uh, uh, you know until the end of May. Okay. And then you can you can do the same thing there. If it's very sparse, if it's not full enough, just go ahead and cut it down to like about uh, eight inches. Okay. And let it re-break out of the bottom. Okay. And then you know then every year after they're done blooming, then you go ahead and trim them. Okay. And also, I have tulip bulbs that I planted, and I maybe I planted a hundred bulbs, and I maybe got um, three flowers because the deer ate the rest. I want to pull them out of the ground. When do I do that? As soon as they turn yellow. Okay, as soon as the leaves turn yellow? Uh, yeah, as soon as the leaves turn yellow. Okay, just go and ahead plant and pull. them next fall then? Then, no, no. What are you going to do with them? You're, gonna, you're just going to you're gonna store them or you want to? Yeah, I'm going to store them. Okay, if, if you're going to store them, I would wait until uh, uh, sept- uh, maybe uh, August. August. August, yeah. Okay. Just to kind of mark where they're at now 
so you'll know where they're at to dig them up. Okay, wait till August to dig them up, then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought you were going to replant them. I am. Uh, I am going to replant them. Oh, you are going to replant them now. Well, it doesn't matter. I don't. I don't know when to replant them. Do I save them over winter and plant them in the fall, or plant them? Well, you, you can do. If you're going to put them back in the in the ground or in a pot, uh, if you're going to put them in a pot, what I would do is dig them up and put them in a pot now. Okay. You know, it, uh, once the the leaves turn yellow, uh-huh. then go ahead and dig them up and you know put four or five of them in a pot. Okay. Um, and just you know let them uh, let them you know develop the bulb from there. If you're going to store them and dry them, uh-huh. then you wait until the end of August, and then you dig them up. Okay. Okay. All okay. right. And um, cutting evergreens and stuff, anytime we can do that? Yeah, or? you can pretty much do, uh, you know, arborvitaes and junipers. And uh, the only thing that uh, you don't want to cut now is uh, 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 blue spruces, uh, Norway spruce, any of the spruces uh, you don't want to cut uh, now. Wait until the new growth is done. Uh, and then between the uh, uh, end of June and the uh, end of July, uh, that is the time to go ahead and trim those. And what you do, you take the new growth and cut it back halfway. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Well, you have a great day and happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Thank Bye-bye. You. Bye. Morning, Howard Angelo. Morning, Angelo. How are we doing? Good. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, I, I was wondering, uh, I have, uh, I want to get a lilac, but I don't want to. A ten foot or something. Is there a dwarf lilac? Yeah, Miss Kim. Miss Kim. Kim is a, okay. Yeah. Now, so my blueberries, uh, they haven't done at all very good at all the last two years. I put uh, holly tone and iodine on yeah, it. Yeah, a day in a shady area or whatever. No. Uh, they get sun all day. Sun all day. Um, the, we know, uh, have. Um, Get it like a fork. Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. the soil gets pretty compact around those mm-hmm. uh, those plants. Get a fork, kind of just uh, punch some holes all the way around. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, are they woody? Are they? Uh, are they? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're pretty woody. Yeah, yeah. and they really haven't grown. I mean, I got a. I, I think I probably got maybe ten blueberries off two bushes. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah, I would uh, I would uh, get you know get a fork kind of really loosen up the soil around and get you know go down like about four or five inches if you can and okay, loosen yeah, it up it. Um, and then uh, just you know feed them you know heavy with uh, holly tone and iron tone and then do that yeah. again at the end of uh, at the end of June um, and uh, that's really about all you can do at this point. Okay, well, okay. thank you. All right, well you have a great day. Yeah, bye bye. Morgan Arangelo. Hello, Angelo. Good morning. Good morning. I have two questions regarding apples. Um, one is we have two centurion crab trees that oh. are in full bloom now, and, okay. and they're beautiful. They're large. Mm. But last year they were hit really bad with an apple blight, okay. and they looked horrible You know, all summer, lost the leaves very mm. early. Yep. We haven't done anything about that, and I'm asking what we should do to try to avoid that this as, as soon as the flowers are done mm-hmm. uh bonide makes a um, fruit tree spray okay uh just get that spray it the, as soon as the flowers are off spray it and then when you get uh, we get into june uh go ahead and spray it again okay uh, that should prevent uh you know the uh the blight uh, you know the all, all that leaf shedding should that should be prevented. Centurion is a is a hardy one. It is, and we've had them for years. Yeah, generally that doesn't get the blight much, but uh, we uh, some the, that is set by the the condition of the moisture and the heat and how it uh, how it gets.
gets hit sometimes if uh, the heat comes on real quick while the, the leaves are extremely tender yet, they're not hardened okay. off yet, mm-hmm. uh, that will happen. But uh, spraying them with that uh, uh, now, and then I would do it again at, at the beginning of June. Okay. Uh, and then if we, we get into a, a moist period where the humidity is very high, I would go ahead and do that again. Okay. That, that will prevent that. Okay. And the other question is, I have an espalier apple tree um, that is finally blooming on the top layer, um, but we didn't do any pruning this winter because I was thinking I was pruning it incorrectly. So um, the top layer is pruned pretty nicely to the you know, the standard there, but the rest of it is branching out. It, what, when is it safe to cut those back? Uh, I, would, I? I, would, I would go ahead and do that now. Okay. Um, and basically, you want to kind of pick and choose what you want to leave there. Right, mm-hmm. um, and you want to leave. You know, you kind of you want to have the aesthetics on it so that it looks nice. Right, and right. You, what you really want to take off is all those little uh, thin, real thin branches that do, they'll never produce anything, and all they do they suck all, all the nutrients out of the sure. tree. Sure, uh, and just leave. Uh, uh, like every four or five inches, leave one branch, and that's really okay. all, all you need. Take everything else off. And how uh, and how long can those branches be? I well, mean, right now I would leave them alone. Okay. Uh, but next year, what I would do is I would do that uh, in um, late February, mm-hmm. um, and then kind of decide what you're gonna what you want to keep on there, and yeah. then you can go ahead and cut that. So that it, instead of coming straight out, right. it will push out of the push side. Push out along the, along the sides. And, side. then, and then you will get a nice full effect right. of what it's supposed to, to look like and have all the, uh, the fruit on there. They will fruit very close to the main, to the main uh, trunk. Yeah, well, okay. it happens that on that fourth layer where there are blooming, there's no blooms down below. And you had said that, that sometimes that happens to trees. I think you checked with a food person. Yeah, yeah. Um, I left it purposely because I was thinking I had was not pruning correctly. Yeah, but, you know. the, uh, uh, but what I would do next year when it comes in February, mm-hmm. just go ahead and uh, pick what you want to leave there mm-hmm. and, and clean the, whole, the rest of it out. Okay. Uh, it'll have... It'll have so much more energy because when right. you have all that growth on there, sure. it all goes to waste, and it just okay. takes a lot of a lot out of the tree. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. And well, you spraying. have a great day. When do I spray that? I would spray that now. I would use all season oil. Okay, with and, the blossoms on it. No, wait until the blossoms After go the off, blossoms are done. and okay. then uh, keep doing it. Uh, you know, with all season, then okay. we get into real, real hot weather, uh, and that pick a day with the temperatures below 80, 85, mm-hmm. and I would just use the, the, uh, the bonite fruit tree spray, okay. uh, one time that should uh, take care of it. Okay. All Thank right. Thank you very much. Have a great day and happy Mother's Day. Thank um, you. Bye bye. Morning, Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning. How are we doing? Okay, um, my husband and I had a discussion because I was going to put the weed and feed out this morning. And he said that if it's supposed to rain, that you shouldn't do that. He's right. Oh, okay. So you have to wait yep. uh, until you, you have you, a dry you, you have to get a dry day. Yeah, today would not be a good day because I think uh, sometime along the day we're going to get some rain and that will, that will wash it off. But uh, as long as you do it in the morning when there is dew on the ground, uh, you will get uh, tremendous results. Okay. And then uh, could you tell me what the substance that for the carpenter bees that you use, the, for the carpenter the carpenter bees you want to use the uh, uh, 
Bonite, Spider, and Ground Bee Killer, or 8 Dust. Okay. Okay? Thank you very much. All right. Well, you have a great day, and happy Mother's Day. Yeah, thank bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Morning, Albert Angelo. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Uh, How are we doing? Good, thank you. I have a, uh, I have a book I tree I grew from the seed a couple of years ago, and, I, and it's about a foot, foot tall. It's in a little bucket, about a five-foot bucket, I mean, five-gallon bucket. Just looking to see if I should replant it or what I do with it to make it grow better. Yeah, I would uh, I would keep it in the bucket until that bucket is full of roots. And buckeyes are um, not the fastest rooters, so you want to make sure that you have a really good root system before you go ahead and plant it. So yeah. I would leave it there until uh, the tree gets to be about four or five feet, okay, um, which should be by the end of this year. Uh, and then you can either go ahead and plant it. Uh, I would go ahead and plant it this fall. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Well, you have a great day. Yep. Bye-bye. Johnny, bye. Yep. Bye-bye. Well, the hour has gone by awful fast. Uh, Beautiful day out there. It looks like uh, we might get a little bit of rain this afternoon or uh, scattered over there. But uh, nice temperatures. Nice to be out and about. The... uh, uh, you know, just uh, remember what I said, but you know, in the beginning about uh, the the soil preparation for the pots. I know everybody is really uh, very uh, very uh, getting their pots down now. Uh, if you do that right with the soil, uh, you're gonna have tremendous success and, and have it extremely extremely easy to to, to handle. Uh, I'd like to wish all the wonderful mothers out there happy Mother's Day and uh, enjoy the day. And I'll be back next Saturday. Bye bye.